Hello, hello, true crime people. Welcome to Mommy's Crime Time. This is Jenny, and we are going to go over a case today that has definitely captivated the nation. And we're going to talk about one of the most hated women in America right now, that person, Letitia Stock, the stepmother of Gannon Stock. So let's just go ahead and get ready to jump right on into this. First thing I want to say is this is for educational purposes only. This is what I have observed, what I have seen, what I have read, and my personal opinion of those observations. And I'm just reporting to you what I have seen, read, and observed myself. So again, she has not been arrested. She's not been charged with any crimes. So this is, again, my observations. So who is T? T is Letitia Stock. She is, as I said, the stepmother of Gannon, who has been missing for almost one month from Colorado. He went missing on January 27th of 2020. Now, the entire situation around his disappearance is one that is quite weird, funny, and just as many other step-parents or other parents, like the Evelyn Boswell it is extremely important to note that they have used social media to put their foot in their mouth, and they have also had nothing but conflicting stories from day one. Now, he was last seen by his stepmother, Letitia. She has admitted this. She said that he, you know, basically no one has seen him since the last time that she says she's seen him. He is only 11 years old. He was first reported as a runaway. Why? Because T, this is what we call her, so when you hear me say T, I'm talking about Letitia. She said that there was a search on his phone where he looked up, can my parents track me if my phone is off? Okay, maybe he was thinking about running away, but he left his phone at home anyways. So I feel like this was possibly a staged text message or search in his phone where it would go along with the story that he ran away. Now, he was changed to an endangered missing child due to the fact that he is only 11 years old, that the weather in Colorado is not that great, and that he requires some medication that he does not have. So, to go over who is who, T, Letitia, is his stepmother. His dad's name is Al. He lives with them in Colorado. Al is away at training with the military. His biological mom, Landon, lives in South Carolina. So I just want to clarify that because you're going to hear a lot of names and I didn't want to confuse anyone. Now, the first thing about this entire thing of him being missing is to bring up the fact that that Monday, the 27th, he missed school. He missed school because T said that he had a stomach ache. She said later, you know, I'm taking, I'll take him to the doctor for the stomach ache. But then it turns into not taking him to the doctor, but instead calling a nurse's hotline to get medication called in, this medication being a laxative. So if you look, I mean, you can watch my video on this on YouTube and you actually get to see the screenshots of each thing that she has said that contradicts. That way you could actually see exactly what I'm talking about. But it went from, I was taking him to the doctor to, oh, I just called the nursing hotline. He was embarrassed to go to the doctor and talk about being constipated. I don't really believe that if his stomach was hurting that bad in your parent, you're the one that supposedly has custody of him. If he needed to go to the doctor, he needed to go to the doctor. If it was something you could just call in, then why didn't you just say, oh yeah, I just called it in. 
doesn't make sense. So during this time, you know, he's out of school because he's sick. But she does say that later that afternoon, between 3.15 and 4 p.m., he came down to the basement where she was working out with headphones on and told her that he was going to go to a friend's house. She tells him, okay, be home by 6. Problem with that is, he just stayed out of school because he was sick, but yet you're going to let him leave and walk to a friend's house. I'm sorry, but if my kids are out of school sick, they're not walking nowhere. They're not going nowhere. Their tail's going to be at the house. She does, in text messages with a friend, basically blame Al, the dad, for this, saying that she never let her kids do this, her other children that are not with Al, as in her daughter Harley. I would never let her do that. So from the very beginning, it's almost as if she is trying to place blame on him for allowing Gannon to walk around the neighborhood. You're going to learn something about Letitia, and that is the fact that she is never wrong. She is a perfect person, and she is extremely selfish. Now, he was not reported missing until a neighbor actually reported him missing because Al, the dad, had, you know, gotten in touch with a neighbor to see if, if Gannon was there or if they had seen Gannon. There is some speculation over did T report him missing earlier than that, saying that he was a runaway. That's why there wasn't like a police presence right away. But he was not reported missing until this neighbor reported it at almost 9 p.m., find that to be strange if your kid's not home and you've, you know, gotten in touch with the person they were supposedly going to or anyone like that and they're going to tell you, oh, I don't know where they are, you would freak out. She also says in the text message where she threw off on her husband that she didn't even know what friend he was going to. She couldn't keep track of his friends. Again, that's a shitty parent because you would want to know where your kid was going, especially if they were sick, they shouldn't have been leaving anyway, but you didn't even ask them where they were going. Definitely not cool with that. Doesn't make sense. Especially if the weather was bad that day and it was like a rain and snow. You wouldn't be letting a sick child walk to a friend's house. Now, why do I have so much, you know, I hate to say hatred, but whatever towards her is because it really just seems like she has made up any story and every story she possibly can in order to try to blame anyone but herself. Fact of the matter is he was in her care. She was the one taking care of him. He disappeared on her watch. So if he really did just disappear, she can't blame anyone but herself that he left. Now, there was no neighborhood footage of him. Several homes in the neighborhood have the ring doorbells and other footage, and there is not one video showing him walking to a friend's house. We all know how sensitive these cameras can be, and it's extremely hard to believe that if he were walking, that no one's seen him walking and no one caught any photos of him walking. So another thing about her that has gotten a lot of, you know, attention is the fact that she took the kids on a hike on Sunday the 26th. In the very beginning, she says that her daughter Harley, the 17-year-old daughter, was not on the hike. It was just her, Gannon, and his little sister, and the dogs. Then, in several screenshots I have, again, on my you know, YouTube video, you can see this, there are statements that, no, T did have her daughter with her but there were two hikes the same day and Harley had gone with them and then she left and went home to go to work and they went on another hike again this is not what we were told in the beginning we were never told about two hikes T likes to use other people's Facebooks so what she will do is she will post for her mother on her mother's account she'll use her daughter's account along with her own account so we never know exactly who's talking so there was a lot of talk with what we believed was the grandmother, T's mother, 
but we don't even know if it really was T or her because T had actually put a very long post on her mother's Facebook that prompted people to start asking questions. So again, we don't really know who was talking and when. There's been a lot of people talk about the photos that she took that day when they were hiking, that the photos didn't line up with the weather or, you know, how they like physically looked at the time, that these must have been older photos that she had taken of them. And maybe she was just trying to pass these photos off as being the hike. Personally, I believe that they did go on a hike. And I do believe that Gannon came home from that hike. And I can get into more of that as we move on because I, I really do believe that he came home from the hike. Now, another thing about this entire day, so we're going to start with the day that he went missing. He stays home from school. The neighbor, Roderick, got footage of T backing the truck in to the driveway, Gannon coming out of the house around 10 a.m., getting into the truck, and him and T leaving. Again, you can watch this video on my video, or this video on my YouTube video. Now, T returns home around 2.19 p.m. without Gannon. It's clear that Gannon is not with her when she comes home. We do have her in surveillance footage from Petco, where she went twice that day shopping. And what did she buy? Something that she needed, especially when you have a sick child? No, she bought pet coats. So while your child is sick, you didn't take him to the doctor, but you decided you should go to Petco and buy dog coats and leave him in the truck. She also reportedly left her phone at that Petco and had to go back and get it. My opinion of the Petco is she was using this as an alibi type thing to be seen on camera somewhere. You leave at 2, you don't get home until, or at 10, you don't get home until after 2, he's not with you. What did she do with him during that time? It's also evident in the video that it appears that he's kind of hunched over. Maybe, you know, he's hurting. She has to back up the truck for him and help him into the vehicle. It looks like something was wrong. So it would go along with an account that you were taking him to the doctor, which we know she did not do. So that part actually really gets to me. I don't like it. She has alleged since this video was released that that neighbor was paid to release it. He was paid like $5,000 to release this video and that he only released half of it. That in the other footage from the other side of the truck, you can see Gannon get out. Okay, how in the hell does this neighbor have footage on both sides of the driveway? If he, I mean, there, it's, it's impossible. Furthermore, the news stated that they did not pay anything for this video. So it is, again, another one of her lies. Now, she tells everybody everything. She's very, very, you know, active on social media. She's a drama queen. But her neighbor actually says that every time something happens with the kids, she always tells her this neighbor is retired and home all day. But T never mentioned Gannon being missing. Now, if your child's missing, you're concerned. Where do they go? Are they okay? You would definitely be telling your neighbors and any and everyone that you possibly could that you could not find your child. She did not do this. Now, she also claims on a Facebook post that Gannon was seen on camera in Fountain, Colorado at an academy store. She says, her words, they were 99% sure it was him. Later, police verify and say it was not Gannon. So again, she's trying to give updates and throw people off and give out false information. He was never seen in this store. But in reference to that, she talks about how he couldn't have gotten from point A to point B, whatever point A was, to this academy, which was point B, unless he was in a car. She says there was no video footage of the car, but her exact words, and I quote, we don't know who or why because he wasn't 
old enough to have friends with a car that anyone was aware of. He wasn't. You're speaking of him in the past tense. This is alarming because you're not talking about something that happened in the past where you would use the past tense. You're referring to him in general in the past tense, which is very, very worrying. She also goes on social media again and tells people that she has seen several camera footages. They've been sent to her from the neighborhood where you can see Gannon and you can also see a black car very close in some of this footage. Again, no one has seen this footage at all. Do the police have it? Don't know, but I do know they have not issued an Amber Alert or anything like that for him where it would say a black car. Again, she's lying. Now the grandmother, was it the grandmother or was it T, stated on Facebook that she believed that he may have been taken by the people that were installing new carpet and I'll get to that shortly, or someone delivering a package. So again, real weird and conflicting stuff. But one thing to just tell you about T is she does have a criminal record. And by criminal record, she has records of simple assault. She has domestic and criminal violence, as well as communicating threats, a bomb threat, okay? People that do that sort of thing are just trying to get attention. So we know that she has a history of violence and that would go along with possibly her doing something to hurt Gannon. Now, we know that she was best friends with his biological mom, Landon, until her and Al began to have an affair and he left Landon for tea. Now she's already cheated with her best friend's husband, not exactly the best person in the world, not only that, she has a Sugar Daddy for Me account where she describes herself as a sugar baby looking for a sugar daddy and her marital status on there is divorced. So we know that she is, you know, a homewrecker. We know that she is obviously a little hot in the pants looking for a sugar daddy. We know that she has a criminal record and she has been violent in the past. So this is troubling when there is a missing child. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Now, we were on the topic of her tease, you know, shady-ass behavior. So with that, we should talk about the post that she likes to put on about the biological mom of Gannon, Landon. Now, in her interview with the news, you can see this online, she refuses to face the camera. She says that this is because, you know, she's getting all these death threats and such. She has been kicked out of her home by Al and Landon, the biological mom who flew in to help look for her son, is staying there. Obviously because they do believe that she had something to do with his disappearance or because her statements are not adding up. She likes to post things at first saying, you know, her and Landon get along and they've been helping each other, you know, raise these kids. And then she turns around to post hateful things about Landon. She says that Landon, quote, did not give a shit about Landon and his, or Gannon and his sister. She decides that, I guess, because Landon is getting sympathy because she actually is genuinely hurt and crying and asking for her son to be returned, that she will throw some serious shade on her. By shade, I mean she posts pictures of the custody agreements. She posts things talking about how Al, the father, had to save Gannon and his sister from bad environments, being around drugs, abusive situations, living in hotels, not having a place to live you know, living in cars. She also shares warrants that were issued for Landon's estranged husband 
from, back from 2016. She also decides it would be a good idea to share photos of Landon semi-nude that were on a website called Ink Girls to try to throw shade or, you know, make her look like a bad person. Sorry, guys, but I wish I looked like Landon. I mean, all she did was show everybody that she was still hot after she had kids, so she really didn't accomplish, you know, what she was trying to do there. But hey, whatever. But she does constantly post things and say that Landon doesn't give a shit about her son. She's a bad mom. She is not a mom. She's never been there. People are feeling sorry for someone that doesn't deserve it. Basically, she's mad because Landon is getting the attention. It's, it's very sad to me that during this time that you should be trying to come together, help find Gannon. That is number one. Instead, she would rather talk about how I've taken care of Gannon for the last two years because his mom didn't want to. Have a problem with that as well. In that interview, when she says this, she doesn't use any pronouns as in, I've taken care of my stepson. You know, I love my stepson. I, Gannon means the world to me. I love Gannon. You know, she's not saying these things. Rather, she's saying, I took care of Gannon. Not, I took care of my son Gannon and my stepson Gannon. It's almost as if she has already made an emotional detachment from him. Also, the reporter asks her, is there anything that you would like to say to Gannon? And in so many words, she says, Gannon, come home. That way everyone can see that, you know, you're okay. Get the truth about what happened. And everyone, including my husband, can apologize to me. So in this interview where she is supposed to be sitting here and begging and pleading for him to come home, a safe return. If he is a runaway, as she said, you know, you be, Gannon, please come home. I'm sorry if I upset you or whatever happened. Just please come home. We love you. I love you. No. Rather than that, she spends this entire interview talking crap about Landon, her husband, and also the police department saying that they did not allow her to have anything to drink. They wouldn't let her go to the bathroom, that she had been very worried about her daughter. You're not worried about Gannon, but you're worried about your daughter who got arrested with you, that, you know, they denied her an attorney, all of these things and said she was not cooperating. Her entire interview was nothing but her defending herself, asking for an apology, and throwing shade at everyone else rather than talking about what mattered, and that being Gannon and getting Gannon home. It was basically just her asking for apologies. Now, if she turns out to be innocent, I will write her a damn apology and mail it to her myself, but I'll hold my breath because I don't believe for a second that she is innocent of anything. Now, she likes to act like she had complete custody of Gannon, like Landon did not have any, when in fact, it was joint custody. So again, here she is throwing shade, that doesn't make sense. Now, there are reports that they were kicked off base in Alaska because she made false allegations of rape or harassment against one of Al's superiors. That's how they ended up in Colorado. Also, she is a teacher. She likes to call herself doctor. She does not have a doctor degree. She has quit many jobs, one of which was after only two days. And she's reported that Landon's family harassed her. And that's why she lost her teaching license, did not return back to work in South Carolina, where in other statements, she said that she didn't lose her license for anything she did wrong. It's not that. It was because they moved and she was not able to fulfill her contract. Again, all of these, you know, conflicting statements. But we can all read the documents and we can see what the truth actually is. Also, during her interview with the reporter, she keeps repeating that she can't talk about anything about, you know, reference to the investigation. He asks her about this hike and she says, well, I can't, you know, but Harley, her daughter, the 17-year-old can. So she walks to the car and during this time, I guess she didn't realize she still had the mic on 
because you hear her saying, I need Harley. And she says, they want you to verify that Gannon was home when, we came, when you got home from work after the hike. And she's like, well, what do you want me to say? And she's like, nothing. Just tell them the, you know, the truth. Tell them that you were there or he was there when you got off work. She's coaching her daughter on exactly what to say, and we can all hear it. It's clear that she wanted to make sure that whatever statement her daughter gave went along with what she said happened. So let's talk about one of the biggest issues I have, and this issue is the night before. The night before Yannon went missing, there was obviously some type of issue, confrontation, incident at the home, and it was in regards to a candle. Apparently, now T decided that it would be in her best interest to share a video of the aftermath of this incident where she accidentally, okay, accidentally recorded herself yelling and talking to Gannon about this candle. She says that he turned on a candle. I don't really know how you turn on a candle. Thought you light it or, you know, whatever, but turn it on. And either he sat the carpet on fire or he spilled the wax all over the floor. So this video that she made is her coming back to talk to Gannon after the fact. Now, you don't see Gannon at all in this video when it starts out, like you'll see the wall, like maybe a couch or something. You don't see Gannon at all in this accidental video, which to me is alarming because you would think you would see him at some point, at least a little bit, if it was this accidental thing. This video is her saying, you know, did you do it on purpose? I'm only going to ask you one more time. Sorry, I freaked out. So you know something has happened that she's saying, I'm sorry, I freaked out. And he's telling her he did not do it on purpose. And she's like, pinky promise. He says, pinky promise. And then she's like, well, we got to sell something to fix the carpet so the lady doesn't kick us out. Apparently they're renting. And she proposes that they sell the sofa. This struck me strange because, as I've said before, why would you sell your sofa? You might say, okay, you know what? If you burnt this carpet, we're going to have to sell your game system or we're going to have to sell you know, something we don't use or whatever, but you would not say your sofa. So what, you're going to put down new carpet and sit on the floor? Doesn't make sense to me. Personally, I feel like this video was part of her cover. I feel like after this incident with the candle, she took it too far. She hurt Gannon. Maybe he was bleeding. Maybe that's why there was something with a couch that she wanted to get rid of it. And I feel like she hurt him so bad that the next day, she left with him and she took him somewhere to get rid of him because she did not want to tell Al. She did not want Child Protective Services and she damn sure didn't want law enforcement to find out that she did something to hurt him. Maybe she hit him. Maybe he had internal bleeding. I don't know. But all I know is it makes her look very guilty that you share an accidental video that you did not mean to take. Doesn't add up. You get rid of the sofa. You're getting the carpet replaced the next day. Although you were saying, we, you know, we have to sell something to fix it doesn't make sense and he goes missing the very next day now it has been said that her and al shared a facebook up until mid-january so right before gannon went missing and then it became just hers so there has been speculation about you know them separating which is something that you know fueled it made her resent gannon i don't know but another thing is she comes back with a statement after this video is leaked and she talks about how she has cooperated with police. She hasn't leaked anything, which we know is bullshit because she's the one that leaked this video. And she's saying that he had a key to the gate and that basically someone came and took him. And she gave this information to law enforcement about the person and vehicle that came and took him. 
and that they just haven't released all of this. Okay, so this is bullshit again because one, you've already stated that he was walking to a friend's house. Now you're saying he had this key to the gate and somebody came and took him and you provided this information. Again, we would have gotten an Amber Alert. We would have gotten some kind of information in regards to the vehicle and the person who took him. Also, she talks about how Saturday night, so two nights before he went missing, that he cut his foot in the garage on some of Albert's tools and she helped patch him up. I feel like she made this statement because there have been reports from family and such that there was blood found in the home. I feel like she made that statement to try to cover if there was blood found. That way she could have said, oh, it was because he cut his foot. So there's a whole lot of things about this that doesn't add up. He's been missing almost a month. At this point, I don't think, and I hate to say it, but I don't think we're going to find him alive. I don't think he ran away. I think that T did something to him. And it's so sad to hear his mother, Landon, beg for him to come home and see the pain that she's in. It is heartbreaking to know that, you know, you're going to wait. It's been a month and you still don't know where your child is and you don't have any answers. And everyone knows that T holds these answers. I'm thinking law enforcement hasn't arrested her because they're waiting for her to continue to slip up because she is always on social media. She's calling people idiots and how dumb are you, things like this. And it makes me wonder, is this how she talked to Gannon? It's obvious she's a narcissist. It's obvious that her own interests are more important than finding Gannon, which is the biggest thing and most important thing. So to me, I mean, she's 100% to blame and she knows where Gannon is and she is doing nothing but doing her best to inhibit the investigation, to contradict and cause other stories and make it where, you know, she deflects everything. So I'm hoping and praying that in the coming days, Maybe something will break. We know there's been a lot of searching going on. We also know they have suspended searches because they haven't been finding things. I'm worried that it's going to take spring coming and all of this snow melting in Colorado. Maybe then they can find something. But either way, please pray for Gannon if he is out there. Pray for his family that do care about him and what they're going through. If you do have any information at all, please report it. Let somebody know. And as I said, just pray for them. And hope he comes back. And just remember, T is a liar. And I hope and pray that she gets what she deserves when it comes to this. Because she knows where that little boy is. And she knows she did something to him. I want to thank you for listening to Mommy's Crime Time. And I hope you have a great night. Mm-hmm.